they believed in me, uh, they supported and encouraged me. And, you know, without that support, without somebody who was there to support me, to mentor me, uh, to guide me, I don't know if I would have been able to fulfill my dreams. Earlier this year, I turned 40 and I wanted to do something meaningful alongside all of the celebrating. I decided to ask my community to support me in helping an underprivileged community and give them a small yet transformative boost. This is how the Rainbow Boosters project was born. In sharing the idea with people, I realized that we all know of a teacher, a family member, a friend, an author, or a singer that has made a profound impact on our life. I wanted to create a space where we could share those stories. So welcome to the Rays of Sunshine series. This week, I'm delighted to welcome Gamlesh Kurohit. Not only is Gamlesh a close family friend, he's a senior broadcaster with over 30 years of experience who has worked at the BBC News, Asian Network, BBC Sport and Test Match Special, Five Live, Radio 4, and he's been a TV presenter on the BBC East Midlands today. As managing editor at the UK's first BBC local radio station, he's passionately continued to push the boundaries and make great programmes. I hope this episode resonates with you and that you take away something valuable. Hi, Kamlesh. Welcome to the Razor Sunshine series. How are you? I'm very well uh, indeed, uh, Pradesh. I'm in the sun shining. Yeah, things are looking very bright and, and I'm very well indeed. Thank you. The nature of this is about Razor Sunshine. So can you tell me who was your ray of sunshine, the personal teacher that's had the biggest impact on your life and how did they shape your future? Uh, well, this might sound like a bit of a cliche, but, you know, my biggest hero in my life, uh, without any doubt, and 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 my role model was my mum. Uh, you know, my mum became a widow uh, at the age of 30. Uh, my dad was killed in a car crash when when uh, we were all young. She had four young children. Uh, the the youngest was myself. I was just a few years old and, and my um, oldest brother was just 14. And, you know, mom brought all of us up single-handedly. We had no family or relatives. We moved uh, from East Africa, where my dad was killed, to um, the UK pretty soon after after this very sad event. And so we moved to a strange environment, a strange country with a strange culture and a language. Uh, and it was a struggle. And, you know, we didn't have any family here. So, you know, mom was on her own. The one thing she always insisted on was honesty and uh, integrity. You know, she was really, uh, that was really important to her. Those are the values uh, that she brought us up with. But as a child growing up, you know, I, I used to look at mom and just, you know, her um, work ethic. She worked really hard in life. She worked her fingers to the bone to put bread on the table and really to teach us what was important in life. And Despite the fact that, you know, we grow, grew up uh, not having much, she would always te teach us what was right and what was wrong and, and to value everything around you. And I remember once, you know, she said, you know, if you walk down the street and you see some money, don't pick it up. Or if you pick it up, make sure it goes to the person who it belongs to or actually it's handed in. It's not your money. And those are the kind of things, you know, that she taught us about honesty and integrity. And, you know, to this day, it's the, the values that I try and uphold in my life. It's the philosophy with which I try and conduct myself as well, because I learned so much from my mom. And yeah, for me, she was the real hero in my life. And, and without her, you know, God knows where would it, we would have been. And, and, you know, with her integrity and, and her hard work ethic, 
um, is something that I've always marveled and I will for the rest of my life. And it's it's what I teach my kids as well. Wow, what a, what a powerful story and what, a, what an amazing woman to to continue in, in the adversity with four children in alien territory must have been a, a real struggle. And and from from knowing stories of everyone that moved across, it's really a sense of community and people around them that helped everyone get through. It's one of the reasons why I wanted to talk to you and and other people that have had similar journeys in their life, because I don't think we have that same sense of struggle and community in the way that that you did and your you know your your mum did, um, because everything's a bit more easier, even though yeah. we're in a difficult yeah. world. Absolutely. Yeah, that sense Absolutely. of community helped, right? Because we were all in the same boat and we all had challenges, you know. Um, I mean, I came uh, with my family. We came uh, to the UK in, in 70, 1972, just before the uh, the influx of Ugandan Asians from, uh, from East Africa who were expelled by Idi Amin. And a lot of those people came virtually penniless. The, the clothes they had on their backs and the little suitcase they had was all, that was their life. And so we were all in the same boat. You know, we faced the same challenges. You know, there was a lot of uh, racism in the 1970s. We had this strange culture and environment to settle into. And we all had very similar backgrounds. You know, we were all Asian people who had originated from the Indian subcontinent and had lived in East Africa. So there was a lot of commonality there. So we were all fighting the same battles. And so to be able to uh, be there for each other and support that sense of community was really important. And it kind of got us uh, through that sort of that solidarity, if you like, that, that you know, that, that camaraderie that we showed towards each other uh, kind of took us through this. And this is one of the sad things that I look back on now and say, you know, we've in a way lost some of that sense of community because we've all started to settle down and do well. People haven't got the same challenges in life. We've become a little bit more selfish, I think. Yeah. You know, we don't perhaps value those things as much as we did back in the day. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 so apt um, that you talk about that because it was one of the sense of things that I talked about my friends a lot when when we talked about this project and setting it up. Um, some of them were like, I want to do something I don't know where because they, like you said, they've supported themselves to get them to a certain point and we're all a lot more comfortable and the challenges that we face aren't as difficult as they used to be. They're just different but that whole consideration to go beyond yourself and help somebody else is less so now. And, you know, like you said, a little bit more selfish in looking after ourselves. So this is space and this project is really to help those who are so intended to really go and do something beyond their means in a way that we used to do. So, um, yeah, that sense of community is super important. Yeah, no, it's amazing. And it's very powerful, isn't it? And and I guess... Uh, as an individual, it's really satisfying, isn't it? When when you do achieve that, when you bring, you know, whether it's two individuals or a whole community together, especially when you're mobilizing for good, which, you know, which you're yeah. doing, and it's so commendable, you know, this project that you're working on, you know, I think it's something you can look back on with immense pride, not because, you know, not because of your own ego, but it's because you've made a difference to somebody else's life. And, you know, uh, I think that's so powerful. Let's, um, let's talk about stories a little bit. So as a successful broadcaster, you you know you've had the opportunity to tell and hear countless stories of transformation and i'm just really interested in your perspective on what it is about those stories that resonate with us so deeply you know why do you believe is the reason behind the powerful impact of people's personal story on us therefore it inspires you to take action and, and make a positive change in our own lives or others like what's the magic in the story yeah, yeah. You know, in, in my job, <clears throat> um, uh, I've just 
finished my stint as the uh, acting managing editor at Radio Leicester. And one of the things I always used to tell my team, you know, it's all about stories. You know, great radio is about great stories. At the end of the day, you know, you can make it as complicated as you want and as technical as you want. But when you filter it all down, you know, it's all about good stories. You know, whether it's a movie that you're watching or your real life, you know, we all love a good story. Uh, you know, one that's really powerful, one that's moving or has that emotional narrative, you know. And then, you know, if you cap it all with a happy ending, well, that's kind of what, you know, draws you in. You know, it's it's about that sort of unfolding narrative, you know, which if we can relate to and relate to our lives, that it has that impact on us, you know. And and for me, and this is this is another you know thing that I used to drill down on all our journalists, you know, it's about you know finding a great storyteller, you know, someone who can make that real emotional you know connection with you, uh, and then then they can grip you with their charisma. So, so those two things are, are, are for me, <clears throat> are quite key, you know, to make that emotional connection and, and charisma. So so emotional empathy uh, and, and charisma, you know, they're the two key things in, in what will kind of ultimately have that real powerful impact uh, on you. Because what they've done is through their narrative, through their charm, through their charisma, uh, they've, they've taken you um through their journey they've drawn you into their journey uh, and you know they've painted this this kind of wonderful picture of of that successful outcome and that is what connects an individual to the point where it actually has that impact on them and you know you ask the question you know what is it that motivates us um you know to 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 make change in our life because we hear somebody else's great story their experience which draws you into their narrative um, is what has the impact on you because you kind of think, wow, that was really amazing. And if they can do that, then why can't I? And, and I think that's that's um, why, you know, uh, hearing good stories and um, having somebody who, who can deliver that with, with, with that charisma, I think is what really um, motivates people and inspires people because it's, it has that sort of emotional impact. Yeah, I like that. I really like that because it's it's not just the impact that the story has on you, it's that relevancy and the outcome. So it's the outcome that you think, oh, actually, I could have a version of this for myself, um, which is, which sometimes you think, oh, it's the way that it's delivered, but it's the outcome. Yeah. I, I could be that, yeah. which is yeah, interesting. You know, you have empathy with that because we're all looking for goals in life and solutions in life, aren't we? You know, and uh, often... Um, we're so bogged down with with detail, or we're so you know stressed about something that we can't can't see the wood from the trees. We can't see the solution, uh, and then you hear somebody's story, and and you the penny drops, and you immediately think that's the solution, or, or or you know that's 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 the way I should be going, or that's inspired me now to take my life in that direction. Yeah, I completely agree. I recently rewatched your TED talk. That you did a few years ago the TEDx talk and in it you share that you you know you're, you have a passion for finding nurturing and developing talent and in our language in our world that's a characteristic of a ray of sunshine um where does that passion come from and if I'm honest with you it comes from my own journey okay uh you know I, I feel so uh, blessed you know Pradesh, you know I feel so blessed and privileged you know to have lived my dreams through my work, you know, the things that I dreamt about as, as a kid, 
uh, you know, growing up, you know, I've been able to fulfill through, you know, uh, the work that I've done. Um, and I feel, I feel really fortunate that in my life, I had, you know, people who were there at the beginning of my journey and they believed in me, uh, they supported and encouraged me. And, you know, without that support, without somebody who was there to support me, to mentor me, uh, to guide me, I don't know if I would have been able to fulfill my dreams. And, and I'm really grateful for that. I feel really grateful that, you know, God sent me somebody in my life, you know, who gave me that sort of support when I needed it. And so I guess, you know, having having had a really fulfilling career, you know, in the BBC, but also in my private life as well, I can look back and say, you know, I feel really content with so many things that I've done and I've experienced. And I just want to give that back to other people now. I feel so privileged that in my job, I come across people from all walks of life, you know, from, you know, famous superstars, you know, sportsmen and, and Bollywood stars, right through to ordinary people. And I meet so many fantastic, really talented brilliant individuals and you know they deserve that support they deserve that break they deserve to achieve in life and so in my little way I want to play a part you know in in, in being there for somebody like somebody was there for me when my journey started I want to be there you know for for you know the 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 young the, the talented people who are starting out on that journey that I did you know three or four decades ago and and if I can through my experiences and through my journey relate you know we talk about telling stories and if my story can inspire somebody and I can be there to support and encourage people and they can then look back 40 years from now and 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 say they also have had the same pleasure and fulfillment yeah. of their journey then you know I'll, I'll die a happy man I'll yeah, die a happy man yeah I could I I love so much about that because the first bit of your your statement there you could have gone I've been so lucky, I've done everything, and now I'm just going to enjoy the rest of my life because I live my dreams. But there is this thing in you, um, which I see in the other rays of sunshine that we speak to, that is like, let me just help someone else. Because if they have the boost that I had, if they were given the chance that I had, it will, it will transform their life. And yeah, I just commend you for to taking it's it. The ice, it's the icing on the cake, isn't it? Yeah. I've had the cake. I've had the cake. What I want to now do is put that little bit of icing on the cake yeah. and then I feel my journey is fulfilled. Otherwise, what I may have experienced and enjoyed is just for myself. Right. And that feels very selfish. If I can complete that journey, complete that circle, if you like, and give something back, yeah. for me, that's the icing on the cake. That's when I can look back in my life and my career and say, actually, yeah, I, 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 I felt... I feel proud that I've achieved something because I was able to give something back as well. It wasn't just about me and, you know, uh, just about me enjoying and, and, and you know, having a fulfilling career. But actually, I've been able to also pass that baton on for the next generation. Um, I just want to pivot a little bit to, you know, with with trying to close a digital divide or at least have a bit of a, a dent in it. Um, how do you believe that access to the Internet and technology is and can transform the lives of, you know, children, but specifically in this case, underprivileged, disadvantaged children? Knowledge is power. At the end of the day, um, it's it's really the knowledge in any field of life, whether, you know, whether it's in your work capacity or in your private life, having knowledge is what empowers you to achieve. So I think knowledge is so important. And, you know, I, I grew up um, in the pre-internet world, you know, and, you know, just to um, find out something, 
uh, about whether it was, you know, part of my studies or whether I was doing some research or whether it was a hobby. It meant, you know, going to the local library and then foraging for a book. And if you were lucky, you found the right book. If you were not lucky, uh, you know, you might have to order a book which could take weeks to arrive or um, you missed out on that knowledge. Um, well, of course, now we live in a day and age where that information is there in an instant, literally within seconds. So what before would take you days, hours or even months or weeks, now you can do within you know a fraction of a second. This is what technology has done for us. This is what the internet is now uh, able to, you know, I mean, I, I, I used to love uh, music and, and I used to love, you know, I wanted to play the guitar. Uh, and but I wasn't very good, and I didn't, you know, apart from you know being able to go um, to music classes, which were very expensive, and you know, as a family we couldn't afford it, so I wasn't able to go and get classes. But I wasn't able to learn the guitar in the way I wanted. But of yeah. course now I can go on the internet and I can find the most amazing teachers, um, you know, giving you the most amazing tuition in learning a guitar, you know, and that's all free of charge available on the internet is the power of what the internet is able to do um and that's just an example but it could be you know in any walk of life whether it's part of your work and you want to do research or you just want to find out more about the environment or or, or, or you know the, the sort of world around you yeah. you know um what technology is now able to do is is incredible but also you know it's about connecting human beings uh, you know for me the internet has been the single most brilliant uh, invention for mankind after the discovery of fire because what it has really done is it's opened up the whole world completely to us you know you cannot imagine what life was like before the internet you know we we lived in a bubble well now i know what my cousins are doing at this very moment in time in india you know even though we we may not have met for decades but i know exactly what he's doing this very moment because they just put it on facebook yeah this is this is what the world has you know the internet has done it's allowed us to connect with every aspect of the whole planet and beyond as well if you think about it you know and i think that's why it's so important you know technology and things like the internet are really powerful enriching informing and giving us the you know the knowledge that ultimately leads to power. And I, I, by power, I don't mean ego. I don't mean, you know, superiority. What I mean is success, success in your career or success in what you do. Uh, but knowledge is so important. And, and that's why technology, which is now enabling that to be at our very fingertips, you know, is is has been just invaluable. You, you reminded me of when I was in Africa, we were at a school and um, this boy came and played his guitar. I've got the films somewhere. He played a song that he'd written and we asked him, what are your dreams? He goes, I want to be the biggest pop star in, in the world. And we are like, so how did you learn to play the guitar? Cause you're, you don't have, you know, a music teacher around here. Oh, well, I watched Justin Bieber videos online and I learned chords oh, online. and he plays the guitar fluently through brilliant. YouTube videos and teachings, like you said. So, um, amazing. It, his dreams were just opened up because he could watch some videos, which sounds a bit bonkers now that you say it out loud. Um, <laughs> finally, can you share a, a, a positive message or a quote that's inspired you throughout your life and continues to motivate you? Um, I'm going to be a little bit egocentric here uh, and talk a little bit about my journey. But, you, you know, I, I mentioned my mum at the offset and, you know, what she achieved 
for her family, for her four children, through her sacrifice, um, you know, for me was such an inspiration, you know, because she could have been defeated. You know, imagine a 30-year-old um, suddenly loses, you know, um, the the most important person in her life, which is her partner. And she's got four children, almost penniless, and a, a really big future. And yet she had that strength and the character to um, say, I can achieve this. I can bring my four kids up. And I'll, not only will I bring them up, but I'll bring them up in the right way. And, you know, what I've experienced in my life through, through, through you know, both uh, sort of things that have happened in my personal life, but also in my work as well. And I really feel that I've lived a dream. And, and it is all because of that belief that actually I can, I can do it. I can achieve this. You know, just think about this, right? A working class boy, you know, the son of an immigrant uh, from a single parent family. And I have gone and done the sort of things that if you'd said to me as a 10 year old or as a 15 year old that I would do in my life, I would have laughed at you, you know? Uh, I mean, you know, when I joined uh, the BBC working behind the scenes at Radio Leicester, it was my ambition to have my own show. And, you know, within within two years, I because I had that real drive and passion and, and really wanted to achieve. And, and I worked really hard behind the scenes and I got my own show within, you know, uh, a couple of years. And for me, at that stage, it felt like my life was complete. The one thing I really wanted was to present my own programme on my BBC local radio station. Little did I know that where my career would take me and what I would uh, end up doing, you know, I became uh, a BBC staff member a few years after that. I, I was, you know, part of the small team that set up the National BBC Asian Network. Uh, I then ended up travelling the world you know, doing what was my passion, you know, covering cricket uh, around, you know, beautiful countries like um, South Africa and India and Pakistan. You know, I just felt so, um, you know, lucky that I was able to do that. And they paid me for doing that. And, and then, you know, uh, most recently, I, you know, became the managing editor at the radio station, you know, the first BBC local radio station in the country and the station where I started my career. And little did I think that I would be the managing editor of the place where I joined as a kid uh, yeah. after my university, you know, uh, answering phone calls and, and and photocopying and making coffee. And I just feel all of those things I was able to achieve because I was really single-minded about believing in my ability that I can do this. So the one message I have, and I tell you something, Pradesh, if I can do that and I don't regard myself as in any way talented, I really have seen so many fantastic people around me, far better than me, far more talented, far more intelligent, far more driven than me. But I guess there was something within me that had this single focus about, I can do this, I can achieve this. And I remember the first day I sat in front of the TV cameras when I presented my first television news bulletin uh, on, on BBC television, I was terrified. I, my knees were shaking and I was thinking to myself, what on earth am I doing here? There are a thousand people out there who can do this much better than me. And here I am about to go on live on air, reading my first TV news bulletin on BBC News. And it was terrifying. But I did it. 
and I overcame that fear and then I did it and I and I achieved what I wanted to do and I've gone on to do so many other things like that. And it's all about just believing in yourself and having that focus. So my message would be, you can do it. If I can do this, anyone in this world can do anything. You can, if you want to be the next prime minister, I promise you, you can do it. But you've got to, it's got to come from within and you've got to drive yourself and you've got to really believe and push yourself and, you know, listen to good people around you and go on that journey because you can do it, right? Learn from my experiences. You know, I've done the sort of things that I would have not even th thought were remotely possible, but I've done them. And that's, for me, uh, um, a really good example in life that if you believe in your ability, believe in yourself and have a single-minded focus on what you want to achieve, you can achieve it. it. You know, don't ever think I'm not capable. Don't ever doubt yourself because you know what? Rishi Sunak might have talked about that when he was helping his mum in that pharmacy or in that post office. Did he ever think he would be the prime minister one day? But he has become prime minister. You know, it can be done. We can all achieve, but it has to come from within you and believe in yourself and you can do it. Thank you. It's, it's so motivating and inspiring. I think it's such a much needed message because we are we might have that self-belief but it's so we're so exposed to everybody else that we think oh they're doing it better than i am or they yeah. they've got yeah. all of the tools to self -doubt. do yeah the self-doubt isn't it yeah. yeah and you just got to stay focused to what you want to do and and uh stay in your you know, your own lane and be focused on that and head down and you're look you know knowing you and knowing your your career and even just at the top just reading out those those accolades in your bio um yeah it just reminds me of of how much you've achieved by just say backing yourself to do it and, and you, know, validation. you know people say oh you know i was really lucky or you're really lucky you know you were in the right place at the right time yes there is an element of that but you make your own luck at the end of the day you've done something in life which has put you there so it's not just about being lucky you are responsible for being in that position to have that luck so you know it was you who made that happen it's not luck yes you know we all have breaks in our lives of course it, you know that's what life is about sometimes you get a lucky break you know and sometimes you know things don't quite work out that, that's the nature of the beast however you are the person who put yourself in that position there in the first place to get that luck so don't ever think oh you know because i I'm, i don't have luck or i'm not you know, um, as talented as somebody else, and you know they they will be able to achieve that. Don't ever have that doubt. Put yourself in that position where that luck, that lucky moment, or that lucky break can happen for you. But that has to come from within you. You know, you have to put yourself in that position, and then, of course, it's like you know, if you don't buy the lottery ticket, you're never going to win you know. the million. So you've got to buy that ticket, and that ticket is you, basically. Yeah. That's um yeah, I'm just smiling from it a bit because I just feeling so inspired by your words. So thank you. Um thanks for taking the time to to speak. It's, really it's, it's uh I just I knew you'd have so much to offer and, and it doesn't take much to to transfer that. So thank you. Um this this whole Rays of Sunshine series is linked to the Rainbow Boosters project where we're supporting underprivileged children by connecting them to the internet and our community. Um, to ensure that they don't get left behind in the digital world. Um, I'll put all the information uh, in the links and you can find out more at rainbowboosters.com. Um, so thank you, Kamlesh, and 
the next episode will be with you soon. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for allowing me, uh, you know, a bit of self-indulgence uh, and to share my, my personal stories with you. Thank you. It's been a privilege.